You don't want to miss more Faith, More Life podcast today because I'm going to talk about the culture war and how you can win it. You were made for more than the status quo. I'm Pastor Steve Gray, and this is the More Faith, More Life podcast. This podcast is for Christians with an ambitious heart who want to be more for their family, do more with their career, and see more of God's promises in their life. I've spent many years as a worship artist, minister, nonprofit leader, bold truth speaker, and most importantly, father and spouse. When I was in my early 40s, I was craving more, more from God and more from life. I'd done everything I was supposed to do. My life was good, but it wasn't good enough. So I spent the following years diving into the Word of God and searching for the biblical principles that would bring me closer to God and help my purpose and life flourish. That's what I want to share with you. In every episode, you'll get practical tools based on real-life experiences that you can put into action to redefine your faith and, ultimately, your life. So, if you're ready to do more, subscribe to More Faith, More Life, and hear an unfiltered biblical truth every week. It's time to be and experience more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to More Faith, More Life. We're going to talk about the culture war that you, I, all of us are involved in. Yeah, that's right. There's a war, and it's called a culture war. And uh, it's very important that we understand the power of this war and how you and and all of us listening, we need to win this culture war, okay? Maybe you didn't know we're in one. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I was uh, in high school, uh, there, it was not really a culture war, but it was a strong culture shift. A lot of the, t- all the TV shows changed, you know, what was going on was changed. We go from the Leave it to Beaver uh, show where everything's uh, mom dad kids clean they never talked about anything other than just life and and just fun watching their lives right and then it switched and changed and all of a sudden it got to be political uh racial uh, sexual and all these issues came in and and between that uh the vietnam war um the music, all that was shifting and our, and our country shifted. And so now we're sort of in that right now because the people who were in college and above a little bit then 30 years old or whatever, they were part of that culture shift. And now those are the people that are also in control of our government. Uh, and the, the, you know, the congressmen, the governors, not all of them. We got some young ones, but those that were affected by that have, have affected our culture. Now what's happened is though, there's a new culture war and most of them that were in the culture shift. Then I'm surprised that they're not with it because, you know, a liberal way back then was someone who said, we all have a right to our own opinion. Now, liberals are, I'd only want you to hear my opinion. And if you don't listen to my opinion, you're wrong, you're racial, you're evil, you're demonic, whatever it is, right? And so we're in this culture war. And it's important that you understand it because what's happening in the culture war is getting ordinary people who, ha- who have common sense you know they, know, they know that when something doesn't sound right, but we're being worn down to allow uh, the, the, the culture, I guess, to shift again 
but to forcefully shift. That's why I call it a war. It's not a choice. It's being forced on us. And you can feel it as you look at um, the cancel culture, right? Where freedom of speech is now starting to be controlled. And, and, uh, and being put, agendas are being pushed on us. And it's wearing us down to where after a while you feel like, well, this is the way it's supposed to be. And if I question it, I'm a bad person. If I don't accept everyone as they are, which I'm not saying don't do that. I, I, you know, I try to leave everybody alone. I don't care what kind of lifestyle they do. If they're not asking my opinion, I don't give it. If they want my opinion of their lifestyle, okay. But I leave them alone. But you need to know for yourself what is right for you. What is your heart? What is your mind? What does faith say? What does the Bible say? Because the goal of this time together is we want you to get more life. And so we want to find the things that are going to rob us of life. And sometimes we don't see it when it's happening and don't realize like it was when I was in high school through the 70s into the 80s. We did not realize, because I, I wasn't a Christian then, you know, in college or anything. So naturally, I leaned a little left. I, I think my roots were not that way, but I leaned that way. It was popular to be that way. It was popular. I, was, I joined the riots. I'm not proud of it, but I did. I joined the riots, and I joined the songs, and I sang in bars and nightclubs. So I was really leaning that direction and not knowing that it would affect us today to where now we we're have high inflation, government spending, canceling oil, all the things that are now being presented as the right thing to do. And we have to have our faith then to understand how we're supposed to think. How are you supposed to think? And what will happen if you don't? So in my opinion, we're being worn down to accept what we shouldn't have to accept. We should get choice we shouldn't have forced on us i'm kind of a student a little bit i don't know if i'm a that great a student but a little bit of a student of of uh, world war ii a little bit of one but mostly world war ii and the events leading up to it and uh, there's so much similarities where you see uh in europe the wearing down of the people's thinking wearing down it wasn't overnight and a, a good uh, 10 years worth wearing down the people's thinking to where they accepted what 10 years before they would have said, this isn't right. What am I thinking? This is wrong. This is stupid. This is senseless. And, and so that's happening to us today only at a much faster rate because we, with the internet and, and everybody's got their phones and we've got, you know, all the channels we want on television, things like that. So it's quicker, it's popping, popping faster. And we're being worn down by, uh, by sometimes rich people, sometimes, uh, celebrities, sometimes, right? Politicians, sometimes. And uh, influencers, yes, sometimes. And we're being worn down that there's something wrong with us if we don't agree, if we're not comfortable, if we don't go along with it, there's something wrong with us. And so we give in, because we don't want something to be wrong with us. Am I correct about that? Yeah. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about, let's see, I'm trying to think, who do I want to talk about here? Let's, let's talk about, oh boy, I don't know Zion. Zion's with me, the producer, again today. Uh, I don't know if I want to even say the word climate change, uh, but 
okay, climate change. Okay, there's some climate change, right? It's people give you the idea that it's it's really rapid and we have something to be afraid of right when i again when i well actually when i was in, now we'll go back way far i was in grade school and uh, we had to make um conservation posters there was conservation week or something like that and it was really good because there's a difference uh between believing in conservation that we should conserve that we should protect land and animals and things like that but what it turned into, even though we were doing these conservation posters, we had to do them as <laughs> forced school. There you go. But anyway, art class. And uh, but you know what? There was a hint of we we have to conserve and be careful because we're going to run out. And I'm in grade school and hearing like we're going to 10 years, 15 years from now, we're going to be out of land. We're not going to have room for people and silly things like that. You, you look up the statistics, but I think it's something like Zionist, something like all the population of the world, if you gave them five feet, eight feet a piece or something, they could all fit in Texas or something like that. I don't know if I have it exactly right, but it's some big, big thing like we're thinking we're running out of room, we're running out of space, we're running out of resources, and uh, so we have to cut back. And so we can't drill for oil because it's going to ruin the earth. Well, we need to protect the earth. That's right. But we can do that and still have enough oil. Right now, the electric cars are going, you know, as high, high guns on, you know, big guns on the electric cars. But I think give us another year. A lot of people are going to think it wasn't so good because the grid in California is running. You know, there's not enough electricity uh, to do everything we want to do. So uh, you can get an electric car if you want, but you should have the choice uh, to get, you know, a regular car, you know, gas eating car. So how do you figure that out? How do you figure it out? Because you certainly don't want to ruin the planet, do you? You don't want to be stupid and think, wow, I, I didn't, you know, I'm part of the guzzling group, right? You don't want to do that, right? But you have to realize we're not going to run out. We're not going to run out. There's, you got to put your faith in the word of God, okay? And you study the word of God, we're not going to run out. There's plenty everywhere for everyone, even with the population of today. The reason we run short is because of people, not because of the land, not because we, we're, we don't have enough or enough room. People, politics, people, and greed, okay? So you don't want that. You don't want them running your life. When the <laughs> Zion, you got to help me here. I'm like in a tour of my life way back. Okay, so I remember, I'll get this. Okay, so I got my driver's license and uh, loved to drive. I was crazy drive. Oh, I'm so happy. And, uh, and uh, uh, President Carter got elected and they brought in the oil crisis. You may not realize this, but imagine this in your life. So the oil crisis came. Uh, gasoline started going up, and then they told us there's not enough. We're running out. So guess what they did? They took your birthday, I think. I think it was your birthday. And they rationed it. So I could only buy gas every other day or twice a week. Twice a week. And then other people's birthdays, they could they were on you know Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I, I don't remember what it is. You couldn't even buy gas on some days. 
because we're running out. Guess what? It was a hoax. We're not running out. We weren't running out then. We're not running out now. We have the ability in our country to have enough oil for ourselves and, and at the same time, use good conservation. <coughs> you know, be good about it. Be safe about it. Take it. We can do it all. We can do it all. But what we don't realize is, is innocent people are screaming about uh, running out and oil and the drilling and all that. They don't really know. They don't know. They're trying to do the right thing, but they're not listening. They're not listening to logic. They're not listening to science. Uh, they're listening to people who are stressing them and causing them to be afraid, right? Come on, back to the Bible. If an angel appeared to you today, what's the first thing he's going to say? Don't be afraid. At least that was very common in the Bible. Stop being afraid. Don't judge by fear. Don't think of oil, inflation, food shortages. It was all going on. I read an article today. Uh, truckers say the way things are going, there's going to be a few food shortage. <clears throat> I can believe it. We'll go to the store and not have enough on the store shelves. That doesn't mean we don't have enough. You understand what I'm saying? We have enough. It's getting it to the store goes through politics and <coughs> finances and cost of gasoline and shipping and all those kinds of things. Embargoes, you know, ships out into the sea that can't deliver. It's not, it has nothing to do with the amount. It has to do with politics, fear, control, just like it was in other times. Okay. So you've got to erase all that. Erase all that. Okay. And we're going to go back and we're going to put our faith. First of all, we're going to put our faith in God and we're going to put our faith in the Bible. We're not going to run out. Okay. So now you can be that new person that when you hear all that fear and, uh, and uh, the, you know, the earth is going to melt or whatever, you know, or the earth is going to be destroyed or whatever it is. You don't have to fall for that. No, 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 no. Don't fear. <clears throat> We have plenty. So what we need to do is elect and speak out the truth and start relieving our culture of fear because we're in a culture war. And then in our schools, right? Our schools. There's a culture war in our schools. It, uh, I don't know. I don't know where the people come from. I have a lifetime teaching certificate in the state of Missouri. <coughs> uh, one of the few people that has one of those. And I have a lifetime teaching certificate. And so I've been in education. I understand it. I've taught in the public schools. And uh, today, I don't know where the power, where did this power come from that the schools and teachers, well, not all teachers, the school systems, are deciding what's right for our children. Well, I'm okay with that, aren't you? Uh, if they decide, I think uh, we, we should learn science and math, and this is the amount of each, and <clears throat> technology, that's great. But we're eating up the children's lives in school, teaching them sexual preferences, gender. Well, I don't need to say any more. That's enough. Why? And you know what? You've got to be careful. You've got to put your faith in God and realize that's, that's up to the parents, and that's up to the Bible, and that's up to God, and that's who's going to teach me. I'm not going to take these people probably that grew up in the 70s, <laughs> you know, went left in the 70s. 
I'm not going to do that. They're not going to, they're not going to force me. They're not going to make me, they're not going to shame me. I get to think for myself. All right. So really that's what the culture war is. And I could go on the other things, but that's, that's okay. It's really a culture war of, do you get to think for yourself? Do you get to use your faith and you decide, are you going to be afraid? No, I'm not going to be afraid. Are you going to, uh, allow, uh, outside sources to teach your children? No, I'm not going to let that happen. I'm going to, well, people tell me, I don't know what to do. I got to send them to school. I got to send them to public school in my school. They're teaching them things that I don't agree with. Well, then don't send them to the school. In fact, you know, if, if, if thousands in public schools would say, if you continue this way, we're not going to send our kid to school because did you know they get money for the amount of students? They get money money from the state or money from the government according to the amount of, of students if thousands say nope not going to do it guess what the school is going to change because they will lose all that money that they could have because that well you say i don't know what to do uh, uh, they get to go to school my taxes are paying for school that's right so you're going to have to have faith and you're going to have courage right your faith in god and you're going to have to courage stop being afraid and find a way to take your kids out. And I'm all pro, for pro public school. I'm, I still have my license, my teaching certificate. But right now, you need to force the issue and not say, and not show up at the school board and yell and scream until they dismiss you or have you arrested. Pull them out of school. Pull them out of school. Thousands of you should do that. Thousands. Pull them out of school. And you say, what do I do? I'm paying for school that they don't, they're not going to. That's right. Have faith and get life have faith in god have faith in god and so let this uh, you know uh, let this thing go figure out a way homeschool and you don't have to do it forever just make your statement get a coalition of people together and make a statement uh just me that's me i'm not anti-school obviously but i am life for life right and so this is not a good system right controlling your kids and and i'm telling you I'm telling you, I'm telling you, even Christian kids who live in moral families and they go to church and they learn the Bible have been worn down, worn down in feeling like there's something wrong with them if they don't accept all these other agendas. So you've got to just pull it, pull them out, homeschool, co-op school, uh, private school. We have a private school. We have uh, the cheapest it's one of the best, and we've got a beautiful building, and, and we keep the prices down, and people that go to our church even get a bigger discount. You know, if I was worried about that, I'd say, well, where's that church that gives discounts? Because <laughs> it's as affordable as it's going to get anywhere. But you can get parents together, trade off, homeschool. Um, there are just a lot of options, but f explore every option. If they're not doing what you want, make them pay. Money is the way. Money is the way to get your way, okay? And so don't be afraid. But parents are afraid, okay? They're just, I'm just telling you. They're afraid. They're paying with their taxes. And then I don't know what to do. I got to go to work. Uh, I can't afford it, you know? But trust God. Trust God. Continue to pray. Find a way to protect your children until this gets better, till we end the culture war, okay? So it goes on. Um, the housing market uh, right now, of course, if you hear this a year from now, it may have changed. But right now, the housing market is crazy. You know, trying to buy a home. 
and there's manipulation there, right? Get to, get it. So it's difficult to buy a home. Or let's say it this way. It's difficult to sell a home. It's difficult to buy a home. Okay. Well, what's really happening is the rich billionaires and companies and corporations, you know what they're doing? They're buying up the homes that you can't afford to get. You can't afford to get uh, pay the down payment, whatever it is. And they're buying them up. And then what are they going to do? And they're going to control the homes and rent them out. Okay. And they're going to charge rent. Okay. I don't know what they're going to charge. Will it be exorbitant? I don't know. Will it be fair? I don't know. But they're going to control. They're going to control the neighborhoods. And, you, you know, if you don't have a house, what do you do? So right now, you've you got to have faith and decide what do I do with this? Pray and ask God, what do I do? And don't act in fear and don't act in greed. Don't jump ahead of God. Don't get behind with God. Uh, if you have to seek advice and find out, maybe we should stay put. Uh, maybe if we get a chance to sell, we should. But uh, as one guy said, um, I don't know who, uh, Zion, I don't know who coined this phrase, but um, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I was with uh, Oral Roberts, and he said it, but I don't know if he coined it. Maybe somebody else said it. But uh, some people in Tulsa, he owned a huge amount of land. And of course, he built the university, and he owned this huge land. So they came and tried to get him to sell land, sell that land. And you know what his, his answer was, whether he's the first to say it or not, I don't know. But he said, nope, not going to sell because God don't make land anymore. God don't make land. And so keep your land. That's why you really want to consider if you have a house, maybe work harder to pay it off or put more equity in it and wait for this war, the culture war to change. And it, there's a good chance it will. But you also now have to be very, very much on your toes to understand that you need to get your emotions together, your, your, your mind together, your finances together, faith together. You, if, if I gave any advice to anybody right now, it would be this. Get in a Bible preaching church not just a bible believing most all of them say they're bible believing, but they don't preach the bible you'll notice if you listen to sermons today the bible is hardly mentioned um it's just therapy you know and life coaching and all that getting a bible preaching learn the bible get the bible get the word of god and you know why oh I'm, I'm not being religious here i'm not being religious i'm telling you you're going to need that faith and you're going to need the God advantage, you're going to need God on your side with what could come. Right now, uh, the, I, it's changed. It's changed in the last week or so. Right now, uh, it's possibly the greatest threat of war is from North Korea. They're trying to get weapons, rockets, well, maybe with nuclear warheads, I don't know, that can reach America. Okay, And they're just about there. But they want to do that. It's a matter of time. What do you do? You're going to panic? You're going to hide. You can't hide from that. And then we have the nations meeting together this week, I believe, where we or this or next week, whatever it is. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's uh, oh Brazil, Russia, India, China. And I can't remember the next again, but I think it's four or five nations. And guess what they're getting ready to do? They're getting together to figure out how to end the U.S. dollar, how to end it and make their currencies. Uh, rule of the world and uh brazil got brazil's got so much oil so many resources they got everything there right and so they could really just forget the rest of the world if they wanted to and so uh 
and uh, let's see. Oh, and get this. Yeah. Uh, North Korea, the leader of North Korea is meeting with Putin, uh, the leader of Russia. Yeah. And that's making China nervous. All this is going on. The main bottom line is you're going to need faith because the world culture war and the world is changing and there's nations that want what we have. Okay. And they're going to try to get it. We, there are ways to stop it. Uh, it's preventable, but it's going to take faith and it's going to take people to connect with God because this is so big that you cannot stop it. I cannot stop it. Only a God power the grace of God and the power of God can stop it. And uh, so we better get connected with him. We better get connected. We better not be this lazy religion that's all about me or I don't even go to church anyway. You get connected to God because if it gets tough and uh, the bombs are going to go or attack or rockets or your kids have to go or you have to go off to war or whatever, you got to know how to pray to stay protected and stay in a miraculous position with God. I'm talking about uh, more faith. You need more faith, a faith to adjust your life, faith to read the Bible and believe it, right? Because it's going to save your life. It'll create more life. It'll get your head on straight. And you realize, yes, we love, we accept. Let everybody live how they want to. But don't make me live that way. Don't make me be like you if I don't want to. And I want to use my faith I want to know and say, this isn't right. There's something's wrong here, and I know it's wrong, but oh well, you know, I'm afraid. I'm afraid what they'll say. I'm afraid I'll lose my job. I'm afraid they'll cancel me or whatever, or be critical. They'll criticize me on Facebook or whatever, okay? Get faith in God. Have faith in God. And Jesus said this, you know, if you have faith in God, you can say to this mountain, be cast into the sea. Well, why is that so important? How are you going to live without that? Here's this big, big mountain. Now it's gone. He said, have faith in God. And so that's what I'm telling you. You have to have more faith. It'll produce more life. If not, you're going to fall into this. And the weakness that our country shows because people are afraid, people have fallen for certain agendas, and we're showing ourselves weak to the other nations. And they will. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They will come after us. They will come after us. But if we get God, uh, rich in God, rich in faith, back to the solid foundation of relationships and marriage, family, kids, responsible parenthood, not having fear, pulling our kids away from whatever we have to do, all these strong, strong things that need to be done, have faith in God. More faith is going to keep more keep you in more life and it'll keep you safe safe one last thing when when it comes election time and all that kind i'm telling people don't don't vote for the candidate you like don't for vote for the party just because your parents did vote for the one that will keep you safe and your children that's our job to keep people safe right not to get in this political culture war all right. Well, anyway, we're in a culture war and I want you to personally win it by listening to these things. I'm saying taking action, take action. Don't follow the crowd. You can't trust the crowd, but you can trust God. More faith is going to produce more life. Thanks for listening today. I hope you can tell I'm really, really pushing 
to help make your life a whole lot better and keep you safe. Till next time. Bye-bye.